Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by some ants and a funny meme. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. We were swimming the other day, and my oldest boy sits up on the side of my little uh, my little steel tank pool, and he's sitting there, and we're chatting, and we're playing, and pool splashing around, and all of a sudden he starts hooting and hollering. He's like, "Wah!" And you know, eight year olds scream and yell about things all the time, but this this particular kind of yelp, scream, holler struck me. I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And he's freaking out. I can't see what he's doing. He's like swatting his arms, he's jumping up and down the water. Now I'm thinking like, did you get stung by a bee? What the heck is going on? I realize he's covered in ants. <laughs> and I love, I love how terrified my boys are of ants. Because it's not like we have fire ants in my backyard. It's not like we have carpenter ants that are chewing through their skin or something. We have just little household ants. And they splash around a lot in our pool. And so the the area around our pool gets super saturated. So the earth gets crazy. So there's probably an ant colony hanging out down there. And they're splashing in the pool. And the ant colony decides, hey, time to move. So there were these ants that were walking along the rim of the pool in my my boy sat down. They happened to, you know, clamor up on him. They weren't hurting him or anything. He's like, ah, just freaking out. And they, they started splashing him. I stopped the kids from splashing him. I said, look, just let them go. Watch where they go. And it was almost like there was some roadmap, obviously, that, that the ants all knew. And they walked along the pool, dropped down, walked over, hit my hot tub, my little other steel tank, walked along the rim of that for one quarter of the circumference then dropped down a seam and then ran along the bottom until they went underground again. And once I got my boys to stop splashing them and freaking out, we watched them. We watched them for like at least a half an hour. Like, just leave them alone. They're going to be gone soon. Just watch them go by. They're they're not coming back. They're only going one direction. And you would see them walking by with their little eggs. And you see them walking by with little debris. And it's unbelievable. I mean, this straight line marching. And it's a classic scene of just like a trail of ants. And we were talking about like, how do they know what they're doing? It's like, well, they, they lay these little chemical trails and, and that helps. And, but who decided? Who decided it was time to go? Like you have thousands and thousands of ants. They're underground. Who decided it was time to go and who decided what path to take? And when you start thinking about that, it's like, yeah. I mean, you have a queen ant, but does she give them instructions? Is she like, look, go to my pen marker, follow the GPS? Because there's somebody who's leading the pack. There's somebody who's leading the colony. And it's not the queen. She doesn't go. She's not the tip of the spearman. She doesn't go first. So how do they know how to go where they're going? And how do they even know it's time to go? Thousands and thousands of these little guys in one colony. And it's really interesting to think about that. It's really interesting to think about how, how advanced they are. And how rudimentary they are at the same time. I mean, here's this, here's this body that acts as one. And somehow they all understand what's going on. And 
it seems so removed from us, right? It seems so different than what the human experience is. And we just, it's not like we all know when to leave and we all know the direction to go. And I was thinking about that a lot after having, after having watched those, <laughs> the ants, my boys freak out. And I saw a meme. I won't tell you what it was, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. And I started thinking about memes in general because memes are these little, little pictures. They're not great pictures. And there's just a little bit of text with it. And, and in that, in that crummy little picture and the tiny little text, there's this universally understood message. And obviously not every single person in the entire world gets it, but the better the meme, the more people understand it instantaneously. That's kind of the gauge for a meme, right? Like if you get one that only a couple people get, nobody really cares. But if you get one that, you know, a hundred thousand people understand, it's hilarious. I'll tell you what it was. It was Pence from the debates with a fly on his head. And Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's son <laughs> with their chopsticks trying to get the fly off of his head. It was so funny. Now, again, to get that, you have to understand Karate Kid. You have to understand the story. You have to understand the presidential debates and you have to understand the fly. So there was all this stuff. But anyone who was from a certain age range and had their eyes open at all. I mean, it's like if you're 30 plus, you get that idea. And I started thinking about the ants. It's like, okay, they get some form of communication. And they, they instantly, collectively understand its meaning. Now, I don't know what you could show people in a mass scale to get them to run for it right? Like I have no idea if you could get human beings to do that because I think there's obviously we have fight or flight and some people would hunker down and fight and some people would run for it. So the analogy is not perfect, but there are things that we understand. There are things that happen that we're like, Oh, I get it. I get it. This makes sense. Right, Even the whole concept of fight or flight, we understand, look, it's time to do something right away and we respond collectively. Right, Even panic, panic has its, has its benefits. Right? If, if it were evolutionarily not advantageous to panic and cause chaos, we wouldn't do it. It wouldn't benefit us. Now, not everybody can panic, right? But like imagine you're trying to, you're like, some giant bear and you're trying to target one person all of a sudden everybody's moving around really fast it's like fish fish swimming in the ocean you ever go uh spear fishing it's really hard when they scatter and then it's hard to pin one down if they all just move predictably and normally it'd be really easy to target one so we understand deep down forms of communication that would cause us to take a certain action collectively just like the meme, it makes us think a certain thing. It elicits a certain response with very, very little stimulus. 
And although we like to think, I was thinking about the ants. It's like, yeah, but they're like a collective being. How is that really any different from us? How is that really that distinct? The ants sent some water and they're like, hey, time to get out. If you're close to an egg, you grab an egg, you start marching. Where? I don't know. Out. You go up. We go up. I'm inclined when there's water. I'm going to crawl up. I'm going to take an egg with me if there's one next to me. And we're going somewhere. We're, we're going somewhere not here. Now, again, we don't know. I don't know how the ants know where they're going. But that's what they do. And I could see that. I could see human beings falling into that pattern. I could see human beings collectively in a community or, or a broader state or something recognizing, oh, okay, hang on. Air raid siren, this is what you mean. We got an air raid siren, you dive under the table, you shut your blinds, you do these things. I mean, there are, there are patterns in human behavior that will emerge once you start thinking about very, very basic stimulus. And this kind of stopped me because it really made me wonder, okay, is it that the ants are that smart because they're as smart as us? Or is it that we're really that dumb and just behave like ants? And I think the bottom line it comes down to, we are as smart and as dumb as we need to be. We're smart enough to know when to panic. We're smart enough to know when to fall in line. We're smart enough to know when not to fall in line. And the fact that we're that dumb and we're that smart at the same time is what has allowed us, allowed us as a species to thrive and populate the earth like this. Collectively, we work together. It's also, unfortunately, one of our great downfalls. Because once you start going one direction, as a society, as a community, it's really hard to change that. It's really hard to stop that momentum. I can't imagine what it would take for the ants to stop, to stop that line. Right? Like, if you're the ant in the middle, you can run backwards and run into every single ant behind you. You're not going to stop the ants from going one direction. And unfortunately, I think that's what's happened a lot in our society lately. I think that's happening a lot in our communities. It doesn't take a lot to find it. People being insistent on one direction, people being insistent on one, di one idea. If you push them on it, they don't even know why. They're just kind of going along. For better or for worse. So it's finding that balance. It's finding when to be smart and when to be stupid, when to go with the flow and just go with it and no big deal and when to say, hey, this isn't, uh, this isn't the business. I don't know where the balance is. I can barely make it through my own days. But I do know that if we individually at least think about it, am I being dumb? Am I being like the simple ant and just going with the flow? Or am I, is this time to be individualistic and take a risk? Who knows? I do know if we ask these questions individually, then collectively, we will all be better off. I'm Matt Todd, and this is usually that drives me. Go out and crush it.